offense the DJ quit This song don't give a damn You can't sing or dance to it, can't romance to it This song ain't arrogant, if you don't try and buy it Or if your radio denies it Don't care about what, who got, what's cool on TV Or what spots hot, I forgot I ain't mad at evolution But I stand for revolution Alright, and we all know what that sound is, right Bubba? What was it, a fart? Yes. We wanted to <laughs> rattle that around a little bit. <laughs> but it was also hey, the opening of a beer, which is signifying of another exciting edition of Off the Rails Podcast. Uh, I'm one of the hosts, Noah, and as always I'm joined by... Bubba. The man with the alligator shoes. Okay. <laughs> I believe that's you, Sean. <laughs> On uh, this episode, we're going to talk about some of the worst employees in the world. Uh, we're going to take some kind of porno quiz, and we're going to review another <laughs> cinematic masterpiece on our hashtag bib segment. But first, as always, let's uh, take a venture down into OG Tay's Tasting. You guys will be let in for a, a brief few minutes into my... Uh, Exquisite seller of uh, craft brew. Brought to you by Icon Beverage and Cigars, the beautiful boys down in beautiful Cypress, California. <laughs> yes, beautiful. It's of, yeah, it's, it is very beautiful. Yes, it is. I've, I've been there, lived yes. there. Yes. It's a great city. So what are we drinking? We are drinking a Melrose IPA by one of my favorite uh, breweries here in uh, local Long Beach, California, Beachwood Barbecue and Brewing. Oof. Yeah, so we were we're, we're going to go back here uh, and start off the new season with an American IPA. Get back to basics. I like it. Nice. Yes, uh, this thing's got a seven point two. It's very hoppy, very resiny, and uh, just for you, Noah. Well, really? Well, let's, we'll get let's, right. We'll right. What is it? ASTMO. We'll get right into the ZBDVF. <laughs> wait, oh, wait, that, it's oh, ASTMO. Oh, that's your line. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so the appearance, uh, we got a dark golden. Looks like Bud Light. It lo- it does look like Bud Light. Doesn't taste like Bud Light. Does smell like Bud Light. It's got a. It's got. I medi- haven't smelt it or tasted it yet, so I don't know. It's got <laughs> mediocre lacing. That's the appearance. We're getting to the smell. Oh man. Oof, Redwoods. Smell, smell the resin. Yep. Smell the resin. Ooh, that's Redwoods. That's <laughs> yeah. that's pine needles. And when I drink an IPA, I think of the Redwoods, and that's what we all should with the West Coast IPA here. Oof. Oh yeah, Ooh, man. this is. I'm not gonna want to drink. It, I'm not gonna want to drink. It's this. very aromatic here. I like it. I'm gonna like this. Oh, oh. The taste. Let's taste that. <laughs> oh, good God. Oh. oh. It's reminding me of a shrimp bath. Oof. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's harsh. Come on now. That's harsh, man. It's a, yeah, come on. It's a little, uh, it's okay. a little out of line. Right. Tastes, maybe it's a little out of line. It tastes maybe. like a pine cone just exploded in my mouth there. Exactly. So uh, Melrose is a full-blown West Coast-style IPA. Chocked oh. full of sticky hop resins. You can smell those resins. <sighs> Brewed with American two-row malt and a touch of Canadian honey malt. Melrose is generously hopped with Simcoe and Amarillo varieties. We then liberally dry hop the beer for an over-the-top aromatic experience with notes of citrus rind, tropical fruits, and pine resin. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely tasting and smelling pine resin. And that's what we want. 
Well, I don't know. That's, I don't know that that's what we want. No, that's what we want out of a West Coast IPA. Well, that that is. This is a classic West Coast IPA. I'm just saying. I don't know that it's what we want. Well, drinkers of the IPAs want that. Right. Well, okay. That I would go with. I'll agree with that. And because we try to. We try to go back and forth. I try to give you what you like. I mean, last episode, I brought you a sour. You know, well, that sour you, was good, too. Can I get like another that. bottle of that, by the way? It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. It's impossible. Damn. It's good. The vault is closed. It's good. I can get you another bottle of Melrose. Yeah. You no? know what? I'll pass on that. <laughs> okay. I'll be okay without another bottle <laughs> okay. of Melrose. All right. But, uh, yeah, I love this. By the way, uh, Beachwood Barbecue, if you guys ever have a chance to go out there, there's one in Huntington Beach. There's one in Long Beach. And their food is amazing. Yeah, would, they do a good barbecue. I would recommend the duck fat tater tots. <laughs> their tater tots, uh, golden tater tots, toasted perfectly with some cheese on top. And then they give you a little uh, little carafe that you can throw some duck fat gravy on there. Wow. And that is amazing. Yes. You've had them. I've had them. And they They're are, good. They are amazing. But I got no complaints. Yes. No complaints. And you and and while you're having your duck fat gravy tater tots, you order a little Melrose. Oh, you're good to go. Might want to get something else besides Melrose. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think about this beer? You know what? I like it. Yeah, I'm a I'm it. a I'm a big fan of of IPAs, as you know. Yes. Uh, I I I do like the hop flavor. I'm. It's very strong hop flavor, so if you're not into hops, probably not the beer for you. It's hoppy with the it, and, but it has a nice bitter finish, like a lot of IPAs, and I it think, should. I think I think that's why we do good such a good job of beer review because we have three distinct palettes. Yeah, we have we have Sean who really enjoys the hop bombs. Right. You have yeah. me who really despises the hop bombs, and then you have Bubba who's kind of in the middle. He enjoys hops, but yeah. I don't. I think he's. I don't think he's as big a fan of the hot bomb as, as you no, are. No, but I'm I mean, I'm not an exclusive IPA guy. I like stouts. I'm getting into stouts. Well I you're like, getting into stouts. I, I am now. I like the sours. Okay. I liked I do like the sours. That uh, sour was very interesting that we had last time. Yeah. That's uh What about the Lambics? Have you you haven't brought a Lambic? Lambic's like it's like drinking Kool-Aid, dude. I'm not bringing that. So good. (laughs) So good. So good though. So good. It's like drinking alcoholic Kool-Aid. It's like drinking the sour you just brought. Oh drinking drinking jungle juice. No. See, my wife said, Bring me a sour. I had this thing, I can't remember what it was. She had a lambic when she went back home to Texas. And she goes, I had these sours. They were so good. Go go to Icon and get me a sour. So I got the brewery's best sour, Sour in the Rye, which tasted like the one we had last show. It was probably a little better. But anyways. <laughs> wow. No, I'm just Sorry, saying. Sorry, Himmel. No, I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, it's, everybody has their own pals. For, for me, it was a little better. And I brought her that. I mean, that thing, like, puckered your mouth. And I go, here you go. And she's like, I can't drink this. Yeah, no. Lambic is not sour. And she goes, I told you to get me a sour. I'm like, that's a sour. She goes, no, 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 no. And I'm like, then I, so I find out what it was that she had. She showed me a picture. Finally, after I bought this bottle, she showed me a picture. Right. Yeah, no, there's definitely a difference between a lambic and a sour. She's yeah. like, taste that. And I'm like, yeah, that's like Kool-Aid. No, lambic is definitely, a, it, it's more fruit it's infused. Too sweet. It's, it's yeah. too sweet. Well, it is. it's sweet, but it's good, and it'll get you drunk. Yeah. Which all yeah. these will. Let's, let's be honest. All these beers will get you lambic drunk. Lambic is sure. definitely a session. Lambic is definitely a session. Yeah. It's words to live by, Bubba. Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it's 5%. Words dude. to rot your liver by. There you well, go. So, what do we do? 
All right, so we've uh, we've gone through. Oh, we haven't done mouthfeel. Mouthfeel. Yeah, I thought it was uh, piney. Yes, piney. Grassy. Little, well, I mean, the mouthfeel is hey. that, that. That's taste. Yeah, that's taste. Oh, yeah, it's not mouthfeel. It, well, I feel like it, I have a pine cone in my mouth. Right? The it's mouth had a little feel, bit of mouthfeel. Is it is it syrupy? <laughs> is it light? Is it heavy? Like a stout's heavy. I thought it was a little medium, a little maybe a little syrupy, which is good for an IPA. All right, so ASTMO, the O is for overall. 4.5, right. no wow. problem. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very very quick rating. Well, yeah. I've, like I said, I've already... Uh, <coughs> when, did you, when did you say that? <laughs> like I said, I've already had... If I had this beer, I've had this beer. So uh, I went back to my old review, and I've already labeled it a 4.5, so we're going to stick with that. I'm not going to change it. All right. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, while we're... While we're uh, in the tasting room. Yes. And thank you for allowing us into well, your tasting up, room. Dude, because I don't I get a little I'm a little paranoid. I don't like people down here very long. So you know, you know, you know you guys get out. You know, you know, you're not you're not very friendly like our other host Himmel. He he brings us into the tasting room and we can be there for hours. You you like to get us out of this tasting room. Yeah, quickly. yeah, yeah. It's it's you know, that's how it is. I don't like to be down here that long. That's well, just how it is. Well while we're here, uh I believe uh last episode you had promised us Another segment, another uh, another episode in the very popular Meet yes. Your Barista. Yeah, uh, I'm going to nail down Miguel. He's the... Uh, the You're going to thir- nail him down or you already nailed him down? I'm going to nail him down. He's the third oh. wheel. No, it's going to be. Ha- it's going to happen. You've it's already gonna- nailed him down. Yes. No? <laughs> Will I nail him down? No, you've already nailed him down. That's you works. promised us you would give us a Meet the Barista. Yeah, it's happening. It's happening. Don't but worry. It happened. Me. It happened? <laughs> his his mind has been blown yes, by the concept yeah, of yeah, time travel. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're totally behind the curtain right yeah. now. Oh my gosh. Yes, it's happened. Yes, yeah, so you you've, you yes. so you have another meet your barista. Yes, we have that in the can. And I've talked to Miguel. Miguel, okay, he's the other he's owner. The, he's the third wheel, the third owner of, the, of Icon. Uh, he's the third point in the, in the triangle offense that is Icon Beverages and Cigars. How'd the interview go? Oh, it's, it went great. I mean, he's a great guy. All right. Um, he loves baseball, even though he's a Dodger fan. Uh, you know, that's, well, that's that's yeah. that's a notch well, against him, but that's well, okay. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, he likes beer, so he that's... likes baseball and beer, so he's all right. All right. Well, let's yeah. uh, let's let's see what he had to say. All right. Let's check it out. This is uh, Sean with Off the Rails Podcast. We're on location in beautiful, sunny Cypress, California. Uh, we have tracked down the, the third member of the trifecta, the magical trifecta, here at Icon of Beverages and Cigars, uh, as Justin called him, the elusive unicorn. Miguel, Miguel, how you doing today? Great, man. Uh, we're doing our, uh, one of our favorite segments, actually very popular, called Meet Your Beerista. That was a little, I didn't put that name together, but it seems to be sticking. Um, and uh, we're going to do an interview here with Miguel, ask him a, f- a few questions here. Uh, so, Miguel, here we go. Did you ever think you'd be working in the craft beer industry? No, I didn't until I s- tried my first craft beer, and then it was everything I wanted to do. So after your first craft beer, you said, I got I to gotta work in this industry. Definitely. I was actually drinking beers uh, with Hemel and Justin, and they're the reason that I'm here today, which is awesome. Yeah, they got some pretty good taste in beer. They're, they're all right. Okay, so what's uh, have you ever brewed your own beer? Are you a home brewer? I am not. Is yeah, I'm a little too impatient to do that. What about you? Oh yeah, I'm actually just really lazy. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> <laughs> I end up just uh, wanting to drink the beer and just purchase it as soon as possible, so I can just get home and relax. But yeah, I, it does take a lot. Yeah, it does. It does take a lot. 
If you had to, like, uh, what's your favorite style of beer? If you had to pick one style of beer right now that you're enjoying more than any others, what would it be? Stouts. Any kind of stout? Sweet stout? Imperial stout? Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Milk stouts right now because of the heat, so it's a little thinner, yeah. it's a little lighter, and I'm yeah. able to drink it a little quicker. You like the left hand? Yeah, left hand's good. I like Belching Beaver also, the peanut butter milk stout. Yeah. That's actually one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, that one is good. I've had that one as well. Um, so, like, as the craft beer has exploded, you know, there's, like, really good destination cities around the nation that have a big craft beer falling. What's, like, your top three cities you'd like to visit or have visited to, to like, do a craft beer, beer vacation? Uh, I would say Florida, which I have visited, and it's a weird state, to be honest with you. A lot of shady stuff happens out there, but they have some amazing beer. Yeah. I'm also thinking uh, Vermont and Texas, okay. maybe. That would be cool. Yeah, Florida is kind of wild, man. I remember the first time I was there, I was driving down the highway, and there was like a real chain gang going on. The sheriff, the guy was out there with the shotgun, and the prisoners were like, they were barely even, you know what I mean? He was like daring them to run, like, go so I could shoot you. It was crazy, man. It was crazy. Can you recommend a beer that goes well with Quaaludes? I'm asking for a friend, and that friend is Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, gosh. Maybe uh, something sour. <laughs> Maybe it would help balance it out. <laughs> is there a style of beer that you think is sleeper? You know, it kind of goes in cycles. You know, IPAs were big. I know stouts were big. There was... There kind of goes little runs on different styles. Do you, you see one coming up on the horizon, or is there one now that people are, like, you know, going wild about? It seems like sours have become very popular and have become, like, more of a, instead of seasonal sometimes for some breweries, they're becoming year-round, like Modern Times is starting to do their Goza. Yeah. So they're doing it. There's a cherry one that came out last year as a seasonal, and now they're doing three different fruits. So they start with apricot, they're going to do passion fruit, and they have the cherry one. Did you try it at all? Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's amazing. It yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like sours. They're pretty good. Would you hire Johnny Manziel at Icon Beverages and Scars if he stops punching up his old lady? No. <laughs> That's a straight no. That's a quick one. All right. I agree. I wouldn't hire his ass either. <laughs> Do you have any kind of drink? Is there a drinking philosophy you have? Like some people drink to taste different ones. Some people drink just to get shit-faced. I mean, what's your kind of, what's your drinking philosophy? It just depends on the day of the week. Every day is different. Yeah. Sometimes you got to stay light if you have to work the next day, and if you don't, you can get shit-faced. <laughs> so if it's a Friday night, you right. know, you can enjoy whatever you like as fast as you can. <laughs> cool. So you got to be flexible about it. Yeah, definitely. As flexible as possible and open-minded. That way I can always drink something different. Nice. I like that. I like that answer. So what's, your, uh, what's a, a good food and beer pairing you'd recommend to the audience? Burger and IPA. And it could be a sessionable IPA, preferably, so you can just slam it down and maybe have another one after. Yeah. So something light, anything 3.9, maybe 3.9 to 4.5. Wow, that's really light. Yeah, light, definitely. Like the mango even keel, that one's actually uh, pretty solid right now from Ballast Point. Yeah, That's good. I like that one, too. Yeah, burgers are always good. They're always a hit here. How much free beer would you give Kanye and Kim to keep her from posting those nude pics? Wait, repeat the question one more time. <laughs> How much free beer would you give Kanye and Kim to keep her from posting those naked pics? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Maybe a lower than that if possible. <laughs> That's good. That's good. We got another uh, little strange one here. If Bernie Sanders wins the presidency, who will be responsible for bringing Marty back from the future? <laughs> 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm stumped on that one, man. <laughs> What's the strangest beer you've ever heard of? Oh, goodness. Strangest beer. Like, we had heard of a beer that we read on a, a episode on last season, and it was this beer made in, I think it was Norway, with uh, whale testicles. Goodness, I never heard of that before. I wonder what that tastes like. No, I would not drink that. <laughs> you have to be open-minded here. Oh, goodness. I I can't even think of one. I thought prickly pear was kind of weird as it was. but Yeah, I think that that's probably a good answer. Yeah, that is, that is weird. You know, everybody, obviously, we've all drank, and we've had some uh, bad nights. Uh, do you have a hangover cure that you use? Sleep and uh, breakfast burritos. And water, of course. You always need water during. That way the hangover isn't as bad the next morning. <laughs> I think the key is the breakfast burrito because then you'll, you just knock yourself right back out, right? <laughs> Maybe a beer, too, in the morning with it. <laughs> yeah, hair of the dog. Yeah, hair of the dog. I like that. Okay, do you have... Okay, this is a good one here. Do you have any possible evidence in the O.J. Simpson case you would like to turn over to the police now? <laughs> Maybe another glove or something that they found dug up. <laughs> what, what was that? What did they find recently? Didn't they find something else? I Was it the knife? I think it was the knife. They found the knife officially? Well, the cop was holding on to the knife for some reason. It's very odd. Yeah, quote, unquote. Yes, quotes. Uh, there's a match, I guess, coming up between Undertaker and Shane O'Mac. Who do you got in that one? Undertaker's like 60 years old, too, by the way. Undertaker, man, of course, from childhood. Dude, I remember that Undertaker. guy. <laughs> he won't die. He won't die. He's still around. Yeah, it's been like 30 years. Yeah. It's been a long time. When Hillary Clinton goes to her hairstylist, do you think she shows him a picture of Siegfried or Roy? <laughs> Roy. <laughs> oh, man, that's good stuff. Okay, is there, uh, is there any craft beer trends that you disapprove of? It just depends. I mean, there are some. A lot of people don't like the fact that the breweries are being sold to bigger like corporations, yeah. but I'm not too against it, really. Yeah. And the main reason for that is so that the rest of the craft beer community can enjoy that craft beer that was so hard to find. Sure, sure. And I, so I, yeah. I can definitely understand, though, yeah. why everyone, like, that's the trend that everyone's going. It seems like a lot of people, like Golden Road, Ballast Point, right. they're being sold off. But a lot of those companies are staying the same. And their and they're actual uh, team members and every, everyone are keeping their benefits and everything from what we've heard from friends that work there. Right. So it kind of balances out a little bit because they get to do what they enjoy still the same way. Right. That's a good answer. I like that answer. Here's a good one. We asked uh, Hamill and Justin before. How old were you when you had your first beer, and what was it? Corona, and I must have been 12 or 11. Yeah. A little sip. A little sip? Yeah, no, not, not, sure. not the whole beer? No, yeah. not the whole beer. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Uh, I appreciate your time, and thanks for joining the show. Hopefully, you'll give it a listen. Thanks for having me. All right, that's it, everybody. We'll see you next time, and we're out. Well, that was very informative. <laughs> very informative. We went back to the future, Marty. Yes, yes <laughs> very informative. Uh, you know, people love that segment. Yes, that it's one of the. It's one of our. You know, well, it's probably a top five segment here at the OTR. You know, those guys give a, a great interview, so I give all the credit to them, and uh, yes. I'm glad everybody loves it. And I can't wait. I, I'm 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 almost positive that at some point this episode we will actually hear a a bumper from Miguel. Yeah, we've uh, we've 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 been able to hear from our other two uh, compadres at Icon doing a, a a very nice job on the Big Papa Pump wrestling promo <laughs> yeah, bumper. Right, 
and uh, the Ric Flair uh, promo bumper. So I can't wait to find out what you had Miguel do as his OTR wrestling promo bumper. I think this one might take the cake. Oh, well, well, you'll have to stand by and wait to, to, uh, to find out. So, uh, thank you once again. Do we, are there, is now, is, are we done with meet your barista? Are those the baristas or are we going to meet those some are, other baristas? Those are the three baristas. I think, uh, I think we can get someone else that may not, I mean, obviously we'll have, we'll have to move away from icon now. It's time to, it's time to start venturing out. But, uh, I like that idea. But, uh, you know, I make a lot of journeys in my travels. I, I go here and there. I try beers here. I try beers there. I try beers everywhere. Wow. And, I uh, been, you're like Johnny Cash. And uh, <laughs> I make friends along the way. And uh, I think we can probably get one another one down the road and keep this going. That's a good. I love the sound of that. So let's, uh, we'll, you know, everybody be looking forward to the next installment of Meet Your Beerista. And uh, also, as always, they'll be waiting for another invitation into OG Tay's tasting room. Now get the fuck out. <laughs> Close that door. Brought to you by Icon Beverages and Cigars. In Cypress, California. Local, Lovely, beautiful Cypress. Beautiful Cypress, California. Yes. Yeah. Where the sun is always shining. Yes, always. Yeah. Unless when it's, except when it's raining. Well, that happens maybe Five times a year, maybe. Oh, El Nino's <laughs> coming, buddy. That's what I keep hearing. Yeah, I've not seen any evidence of it so far. No. Well, uh, we talked about Meet Your Barista being one of the uh, one of the hot. Uh, it's becoming a staple. It's one of the hot segments here at the OTR, along right. with hashtag Bibs, which we've got coming up, and uh, Mount Rushmore, and all the other great segments. Uh, but we do have. Another rising star in the uh, form of segments, and that is the listener mailbag. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, as luck would have it, we actually have another letter. Somebody has sent us a letter. Well, we've got several letters. This is the one we've chosen. Right. This is is the one we've chosen this, this episode. This was the one that we found tied to a pigeon's leg. It returned to so us. Keep sending those letters in. We we kind of do a blind draw. We stick our hand in the mailbag and we grab. Well, one we're out. we're selective. I mean, yeah. we you know we you know we want we only want the best for this segment. Yeah. I mean, we don't want just They're any all crazy ones. They're but all good. We do appreciate all of your le- letters, all of your feedback. But Shout uh, out to Sarah if, in Vermont. Yes, and if, and if, Sarah and if with her JPP wants, question last episode. If, it was a great if question. Somebody wants to email us a question. Uh, they can reach us at. Uh, otrpod at gmail.com yes they can and please by all means again if you send us a letter i guarantee you we'll probably read it i I can't guarantee you will read it but i can't guarantee you will read it we're not reading every letter we get but i can tell you that we will we will most likely read your letter if you send us in but uh this week we got a letter uh via our otrpod at gmail.com from dylan in newark we got a lot of East Coast listeners. We do have a lot of East Coast <laughs> listeners. It must be from Neil Novita. I bet he's a friend of Neil Novita's. Newark, New Jersey. So he says, he he he. You posts, know, like the shirt says, "Kiss her where it smells, take her to New Jersey." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he has a very very interesting question. I think this is going to spark a good conversation here. Uh, he wants to know what's the protocol on leaving trash in a movie theater. Uh, my friend and I were arguing about this after I left my trash in a theater. 
he called me a douchebag for doing this, while I maintain that this is a form of job creation. And that's Dylan in Newark. And he also says, P.S., fuck Brian. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. so, so Bubba, what 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 is your thought on this as far as leaving your trash in a movie? You go to a lot of movies. I do. I do. I go to the movies a lot, and I always pick up my trash, and I always throw my trash away. Um, but I worked at a movie theater, you know, uh, just at you know when I was a senior in high school, or just and just out of high school. I did not know that. Um, I did, and uh, people are disgusting, and people leave disgusting shit in there. I could probably fill an entire podcast with weird shit that happened while I was working at the movies. Go ahead. I'd uh, like to I'd like, start, start now. I'd like to hear that. But, uh, a little side podcast but, there, a little uh, behind the curtain. Let me, let, me, <laughs> let me put it to you this way. Uh, we had a couple having sex in one of the bathrooms at the theater... That were absolutely upset that they were getting ejected. Like wow. I made the doorman go in there and throw them out. If you get interrupted having sex, you'd be upset too. Well, yeah, it but doesn't if you matter did it, where it is. If you did I it agree. loudly in a public bathroom, that's probably not a. Well, that was their mistake doing it loudly. Yeah, but. yeah. but uh, no, I, I mean, yeah. Trust me, cleaning up theaters is a pain in the ass. Uh, when I was working at the Cerritos Twin. I had some guy, I was actually in the theater, my shift was over, and I was watching the movie with my parents. Uh, we were watching Young Guns 2, and some guy decided he was too busy to go to the bathroom. Another bad sequel. He whipped his dick out, peed in a Coke cup, and then kicked it over. That's fucked now, up. Now, this that is, is a disgusting <laughs> act. Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> so, this is the days before Stadium City, right? So, you had like this big, long... You know, incline yeah. and the this Destroyer. hot urine just rolls down the down the seats. It's terrible. That's a that's a douchebag. In those words, what a dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that you know what that if is being a dick. That's a Tony Schiavone move. <laughs> if you don't clean up after yourself at the movies, it's a it's a rotten it's a rotten move and a pox on you. For so I'm kind of split on it. I, I I do both. I leave. I do believe it's a little job creation. You I would piss in a cup. I though. would never piss no, in a cup. No, I agree with you. I, but I it, you. it is some job creation. But but I do take some trash out with me. I leave some trash behind. Usually the food, but I usually have to take the like the gallon sized jug of soda they make you buy because I haven't drank it at all, and I get a right. couple sips on the way out, and I throw the the soda out yeah, the, I, in the front lobby. I equate going to the movies to going to a baseball stadium. Yeah. In that if I eat a bag of popcorn right. and I'm finished, yeah. I put the bag of popcorn on the floor, and, right. and when I'm done, I walk away, right. and somebody comes and cleans it up. Right. That's They're getting paid to, to clean the theater. Yeah. Now, How many sunflower seeds do you suppose you left at Anaheim Stadium? Oh, my God. Quite a few. And, this and guy, more peanut shells. Dude, I'm big on the peanuts. This Sow. guy, yeah, he just sows people. He doesn't. He throws more at people than he puts in his mouth. <laughs> I'm gracing them with the. Uh, he graces them. Dude. He's like a priest. He's like yep. a priest walks. Like I'm, I'm dosing them, dominus, dousing them with dominus, the holy dominus, seeds. Dominus. You're sowing them. You're sowing them. Yeah. Sow. Well, I'm just you know. And, and the fact is, you you do, you don't just throw them. You have to say sow. <laughs> And then throw the seeds. Well, there's an art to it. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Sure. I, I can't deny that. But, um, but yeah, I, I feel like if I, like I said, if I eat a bag of popcorn or if I have a box of candy, I'm just going to leave it there. Somebody's going to yeah. clean it up. But I, but I do agree. If I if I have something that I'm walking out with a soda or maybe I haven't eaten all my candy, 
then yeah, of course I'll take that with me and I'll sure. throw it out. But right. uh, but yes, I mean, but but I but I try not to leave a big mess. In other words, I, I try yeah. not to spill my soda. No. I, I, I I try not to pee in a cup and knock it over. I, sure. You know, I would never ejaculate in a back row. Like oh my god, these are th- well you mentioned sex. I just want to say. That was actually in the restroom, though, no, not in the back row. Oh, well, you know the people getting hummers in the back row of the movie. Yeah, which which is why happen. he was a little disturbed. Like, we saw that Star Wars movie, and I have to sit in the back yeah, row. But, yeah, he but said he wanted to sit in the back I row, and to. I thought, oh, wow, I'm not giving you a hand job. That's yeah, just no, not happening. No. I, I have to sit back there. I can't have some little two-year-old kick in my chair, some little <laughs> toddler. So I that think, happens every time I don't sit in the back row. Yeah. So so Dylan from Newark, I don't think you're a douchebag. I think you know. I think you're yeah. you're, you're you're doing the right thing. I mean, try to keep, you know try not to make too big a mess. Just but don't pee in the cup. Do not pee in the cup. But Bubba, who used to work at theater, he says you should clean up after yourself. But you don't think he's a douchebag for leaving? His no, stuff. not at all. I won't ever call. I won't ever call a listener a douchebag. I won't call. Uh, Tony Schiavone, a big fat load, or whatever you call them. I, I try to be good to our listeners. I know? will call I'm Tony kidding. Schiavone a big fat load because yeah, look at that picture. He is a big fat load. So uh, I thought we squashed that beef. Come no, on, you know what? Fuck set. Tony Schiavone. That's my. You know what? I'm All not going right. to say fuck uh, Brian okay. anymore. I'm going to say fuck Tony Schiavone. That's what I say. Oh boy, rad bastard, He's blocked us from Twitter. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> um. All right. Well, there was some interesting uh, news. Yeah. Uh, this this week, yep, or a few weeks ago, actually, uh, a Spanish civil servant, <laughs> yes, uh, who worked for the C. Yeah. <laughs> you are <laughs> correct. Who, oh, don't spill my my pine cone. Uh, <laughs> who who worked for the the government of of Spain for uh, six years? Six years he worked. Uh, and received a paycheck that whole time, right? And never went to work. Jeez, that's uh, I want that job. Yeah, it's nice work if you can get it. Yeah, Joaquin Garcia. <laughs> Joaquin was due to collect an award for two decades of loyal and dedicated service. That's a long lunch. Twenty yeah. years he worked <laughs> as a civil servant, but the last six he never showed up to work. And he received a paycheck. And it's possibly as many as 14. Well, yes. He's now retired. And he was going to... He, he, oh, my, I, 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 when I read this story, I, I, I just... It blew my mind. It sounded like something that would happen in, like, Florida. <laughs> and not Spain. Like, I, I, for some reason, I, I felt like things like this don't happen in Europe. Do they have any recourse to get that money back? Oh, they're trying. Oh. They're trying to get the money back. Absolutely. Wow. They they want their they want their money and he they was want actually, their, they want their dong back. I well, thought, no, it's not Vietnam. This I is thought, Spain. I thought I read in the story that they had actually successfully sued, but they were only going to get 1 year's worth of salary. Now, when you consider that this guy drew a salary bare minimum six years as possibly as many as 14. As many as 14. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, sure. I want to go on record as saying that he deserves every penny he got. I agree. Because you know what? If that, yeah, if his bosses, up. if his if his people above him were stupid enough yeah, to pay you know him and not know. notice he wasn't there, good on him. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's... Uh, I, I mean, need to move to Spain. That shit won't happen in the USA. That, no. That, no. No. That seems, like, uh, that seems like managerial negligence to me. I, I'm with you on that, Noah. I think that uh, it was his boss's job to make sure that he was working... 
that that work was actually being done. But uh, payroll's just hitting the button. Yeah, pay, they're pay, just issuing checks. Pay, pay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Payroll doesn't. They don't. They don't. It's you're just a number. Yeah. Right. Yep. And good on him for collecting that yeah. uh, that money. I mean, he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, no, he didn't. I, like I said, I don't. I mean, well, he did. Well, let's not be. Let's be honest. He did something wrong. He didn't show up to work for six years. Yeah, but at least you know. But yeah. listen to Deputy Mayor Jorge Blas Fernandez. <laughs> wondered where he was. He was still on the payroll. That, you pronounce that so beautifully. <laughs> he told the paper, "I thought, where is this man? Is he still there? Has he retired? Has he died?" They didn't even know if he had died. If he had died. They had no <laughs> idea where he was. The checks keep rolling out every yep. two weeks. Yep. But while, while he was off, he, he was very active. He, he, he read, he became a reader of philosophy, became an expert on uh, the works of Spinoza, the Dutch philosopher. <laughs> uh, and he, uh, that, that, and so he, he, he enlightened himself. He, he became read and, and uh, dove deep into philosophy. So, well, I mean, at least, you know, at least he was doing something good with his life. Well, that's what you can do. I mean, if you've. If you can just sit at home and collect a paycheck, you can. Wouldn't that be great? Entertain your mind. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, it wouldn't be honest, but it'd be great. I don't know if I'd read philosophy. No, you you'd watch medieval sex and Danger (laughs) Five, and I I'd probably call Bubba every day. What am I watching today? Set my lineup. (laughs) What am I watching? Set my lineup. (laughs) I'll set your Netflix queue for you. So when I when we we read this article, then Bubba, you reminded me of another article. Yeah, now that, this is apparently is a fairly common thing. Is the uh, the guy who gets paid for doing nothing? Uh, there was a uh, another news story. This just happened just a couple of years ago, and what this guy did was a little different. But um, he was actually outsourcing his job to China. Now this guy showed up to the office every day. That's great ingenuity there. Yeah, yeah. What what actually he ended up doing was he had a team of Chinese gentlemen uh, who were basically doing his work, and what he paid them ended up being about a fifth of what he got paid from this company. And what he would do was come into work. And surf the web all day long. <laughs> and then, you know, punch out and go home. Uh, I guess he turned up was um, they used a, like a VPN network. So, you know, like sometimes I work from home and you have to VPN in. You have to get on the network so you can actually have access to your, you know, the work stuff. You know, your work files. They keep that on their own separate network. And they looked at the network and they found people VPNing in from china and they suspected fraud at first sure you know they go oh somebody's trying to hack us or right. this, that and the other thing and then you know come to find out uh it was this guy uh who was basically uh uh, uh outsourcing his own job and uh that's a brilliant smart, that's a, yeah that's a smart guy I mean, he ended up clearing you know some 350 400 grand a year sure. by taking what he was paid and then paying these Chinese fellows out of that and you know these guys work cheap it's brilliant yeah brilliant. and then and his supervisors are going dude this guy is fucking amazing oh yeah look at all this brilliant work he's doing yeah, yeah. no they yeah they they commended his work they yeah. thought he was one of the best coders they had and he was mm-hmm. <laughs> well they, they they actually you know I'm sure that you know 
he got a he got a lot of work done. I mean, he was a very prolific guy, but then he, you know took what? A closer look at it. He did get a lot of work done. Let's let's take a look at his schedule. For yeah, the day. yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, his schedule <laughs> at nine a.m. He would arrive and he would surf Reddit for a couple hours, right? And watch cat videos. Nice. Eleven uh, thirty, take a lunch. So he'd take a little bit of an early lunch. Eleven thirty is a little early for me, but he would take a lunch. He'd come back, and at one o'clock, he would do his eBay time. It doesn't really say if he was shopping or selling, but maybe he's he did a little browsing. bit of both. Yeah, window browsing. shopping. Yeah, <laughs> um, two-ish. Uh, he would do his Facebook and his LinkedIn updates, so okay. he would go on and get all his updates ready. Then at four thirty, he would do the the update of his email to management. So he would basically clue everybody in at, at the progress <laughs> that the Chinaman had made. Right. Oh God! <laughs> and then at five o'clock, he would go home. Pretty full day. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, and very productive. I mean, dude, eBay time is takes some time. It, you know, to be able to do that in one hour is uh, is a feat. I got to tell you, if I was this guy's supervisor and I found out found out about what he was doing and and how he was going about getting his work done, I'd be okay with it <laughs> because we're looking good. I mean, the the shit's getting done. I don't think you'd be okay with that. Yeah, I think I think I would be. If you were his supervisor, yeah. I don't think you'd be okay. I think you would be pretty pissed off. That I'd was, probably be, yeah. You'd probably fire him and hire the Chinaman, and that way they could just they could do the so job for a lot cheaper. You can't do that though. According according to that, the though. according to the security blog, <laughs> it looked like he earned several hundred thousand dollars a year. And only had to pay the Chinese consulting firm about fifty grand annually. That's perfect. Good for him. I mean, I, look, I, I'm with it's you. It's very ingenious. I think it's a brilliant move on this guy's part, Bob. If, if I Bob, found, we if, don't have his real name, they just refer to him as if Bob. If I found out, I would be like, "Look, dude, we got to find a way to keep this on the down low." I'm good with you. you know, I mean, I'm your boss, obviously. <coughs> You're coding. I, I don't do much because I'm a upper management. I'm not doing shit anyways. Get paid more than you are. So let's let's find a way to keep this on the down low and get shit done. Well, that's a very progressive stance you would be taking. I don't think... I think you would be in the minority well, with that opinion. Fair. I'm okay with it. Bubba, would you be okay with that? <laughs> well, you know, uh, I have to say the guy is pretty slick for doing this right but uh yeah i might have a little bit of a problem with it i mean ethically is that the right thing to do i don't have a problem with it but if i was his boss yeah i would have a problem with it i mean why the job's getting done yeah but i'm paying him to do it not chinaman it doesn't matter i mean he's getting the job done they could say it may not be him doing the work but he is getting the job done. He could save the boss could save the company six hundred thousand dollars a year just by what, hiring these Chinese directly. Yeah, and I'll tell you a perfect quote from my boss. I don't want to hear about the labor pains. I just want the baby. So when we have a project and I tell him this and that, he's like, I don't want to hear about the labor pains. I just want the baby. Just give me the baby. <laughs> right. So it doesn't matter how you get the baby. That's right. Just get the baby. Because he doesn't want to hear about it. Right. He doesn't care. And how bosses he... don't want to hear about it. Right. Just give him the baby. He and so and so this guy gave his boss the baby. Did right. he not? He well, yeah. he did. You yeah. make you're making a very valid point. You're not wrong. You're making a very valid point. I think you'd have a different opinion of it if you were his boss though. <laughs> I would say if you were really giving him a, a, a six figure salary every year. 
if the baby's getting delivered full and healthy and I'm getting my, you know, seven-figure salary, obviously, because I'm his boss, then I'm good. <laughs> You're good. I'm good. Yeah. The job's getting done. There Probably better. Obviously, better. Obviously, he couldn't do the job, and that's why he did this. He probably well, he might, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's I mean, no real, there's no real. He sense probably of, could code, but I mean, you get into these big firms and they give you these impossible deadlines, impossible time frames to get shit done. Right. And he's going, I can't get this done on time. But I'll hire this other but firm I'll, to if, do it. But if I do this, then I can get the job done on time. And I can update my LinkedIn and Facebook every day. Well, which that was know. his mistake. Yeah. He yeah. should have been pitching in. A, he should have been. That was that's my own problem. He shouldn't have been doing that schedule. He should have been doing a portion of the job while still farming it out. And so, if they looked at it, they would see him coding. Well, you know what? You now you're talking. He kind of he got greedy. Yeah, he got yeah. greedy. He yeah. got greedy. He got lazy. Yeah. He got lazy. He got lazy. And yeah. I mean, he should have done a little coding, and he could have said, you know, he could have, they could have seen him logging on and coding, and so, then he'd be good. So, so Bubba, do you yeah. have any stories of the, from the workplace? Personal stories? Yeah, I have so many. Ooh. And this, <laughs> this, so this reminded this basically reminded me of yeah, me too. My own. Uh, I mean, I've been working in offices now for, uh, gosh, probably you know, better part of a, a you know a few decades now. Yeah. And uh, I basically had a coworker that I still talk to. I so. You've heard me mention Buddy Dave, you know, my friend Buddy Dave. Buddy Dave uh, has been a co-worker of mine actually through a few different employers. And he and I had a co-worker when we were at the uh, now defunct uh, shitty search engine, local.com. And uh, this guy uh, that we worked with, it was it was almost shocking. I'm going to try to cherry pick like my favorite, you know, two or three stories about this guy. But literally... (laughs) Every every day working with this dude was a, a fucking fiasco, uh. and and um, he was uh, for all intents and purposes. So a he fell asleep during his interview, during his job interview with the company. He actually started to fall asleep. Yeah. Now he later explained I've that one of those there was a perfectly good reason he actually didn't get a lot of sleep because he was in jail the night before beating his wife. So it was a perfectly good reason wow. why he fell asleep during the interview. It's a perfectly good reason to call out sick the next day. Is what that is. So, so <laughs> maybe a day or two. Yeah. So basically, I need a personal day. Uh, nobody wanted to hire this guy, but he had uh, he had Naked worked pictures. He had worked at well, he had worked at Yahoo, and somebody at, in the company found that to be very desirable, and they wanted to hire him because of that. Now. He was a because because he beat his wife. No, 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 no. Because he worked at Yahoo. Because he had the experience of working oh, okay. at Yahoo. Okay. Uh, he was actually two a, completely different things. He was actually wife and working at Yahoo. Yeah. He was actually a translator for them. He uh, was a Vietnamese gentleman. Okay. He spoke fluent French. He spoke Vietnamese. The problem was he did not speak English very well. Wow. Well, so, Vietnam was a French colonized. Correct. Yeah, yeah Correct. so that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so... I have a question. How many dong was he being paid a year to work at local.com? His salary in dong or, or U.S. dollars. Uh, <laughs> still, I still say that was a fake story. I'm sorry. i got to go back. Come, okay, come, go to, come to find out, the guy was working really part-time for us. 
he did have his own side business, sure. and that side business was insurance fraud. <laughs> so he would go out and stage car accidents for money. Wow. And what's funny is... It's the, good work if you can get it. The people that he got into accidents with... Swoop and squat. Did, ...did not know this. So he would literally, you know, have people rear-end him or yeah. whatever he could do to be in an accident or cause an accident, and then he would just grab at his neck and say, Oh, I sue you. I can't... Uh, I no longer uh, turn. I can no longer turn head around. That's you know, a very politically correct so, accent right so there. By the way, Sean, like <laughs> very, very, very okay, English two, in its in its Vietnamese sense. Two two people can still do an accurate impression yeah. of of this gentleman, and I'm one of them. The other one is Buddy Dave, and okay. he will if if he listens to this. And God love you, Buddy Dave. If you do, he will remember this guy perfectly because we didn't. Do you ever want to call somebody up on the phone, even if you have, haven't seen them in you know seven or eight years, just to tell them what a good time you had at their expense? Mm-hmm. This is one of those guys. He literally he showed up to work one day in a neck brace. <laughs> so the, the, this is like wow. he used to tell me all the time, like, oh, you know, my wife and I, Brian, we have many problems. Uh, that she always uh, complaining to me, and uh, you know we trying to work things out. But she always complaining. I, I don't think it's. Uh, <laughs> that's, I don't think not it's that's not a politically correct. That's not a politically correct accent. He goes, I don't think it's very good. And then one day he comes in and he goes, Oh, I sorry, I no paying attention. Uh, I I'm very uh, confused right now. My wife pregnant, and I said, Oh. Congratulations! <laughs> like, come to find out, his wife actually was not pregnant, but she faked being pregnant so that the next time they staged an accident, she could claim that she miscarried. Oh, nice! Or as as this gentleman put it, Brian, I am bad accident and wife lose fetus. I go, I go, I go. What? She lost her what? Because. She lose fetus said we no no longer have baby. I was like, oh, fetus. It's a fetus. He said fetus like lettuce. Well, so this. Well, I have a question though. When he when he came in in the neck brace. Yes. Did you ever pull the Brady trick where you would take an empty briefcase and throw it at him to see if he would turn his neck? I nice. wanted I wanted to do that so bad because I knew he would. I knew he would look. But what happened was, Buddy Dave would sit right in front of me. And we used to we get on we get in in the morning, power up our computers, and turn on our chat client because everybody in the office was on the same you know like chat it was like it wasn't Skype it was like before Skype but it, we, in any in any case we would get on and chat with like each IC, other ICQ yeah <laughs> so we would get on and chat with each other and I'd I would want to crack Dave up and I'd say I would I would type in look over there look to your right. And he's like, no, no, I won't do it. Like, he saw something out of the corner of his eye, and he's just like, I can't do it. I'm going to start laughing. And I, and so I typed in, I go, you can't avoid him forever. Just look at him directly one time. And I typed that in, and like one second later, Buddy Dave's in the cube directly in front of me, and I hear this. <laughs> he looks over there and this guy's sitting there all sad sack with this horse collar on from his car accident right. when when wife when wife lose fetus. fetus. This guy was outstanding. So anyway, my final story about this guy. Sorry, I've been sitting on this for like 6 years, 7 years. It feels good to finally come out. 
It's like uh, therapy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let it, let it flow. So, so uh, uh, Uncle Ralph, who was our boss, uh, said that he was going to fire. I love was, that everybody is, is Uncle Ralph, Buddy Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, everybody had nicknames. Yeah. Friend we had, Bubba. We yeah. have good name. We had good nicknames for everybody. So, what Uncle, was your nickname? Uh, I don't know. Well, they, none of them called me Bubba. No, oh, nobody okay. called me. No one. Nobody knew me as that. Oh. Uh, Beyonce. But uh, <laughs> uh, so. The bosses, like, they said, like, hey, we're going to take him aside and can him. So uh, Uncle Ralph came and sat us all in a room, and he goes, look, you guys, I know this is no surprise. He's having performance problems. Uh, it's, it's not cutting it with this guy. Let's let's just call him uh, uh, Richard. Uh, we'll call the guy Richard. And he says, it's not working. You work- don't want to call him Long Duck Dongs? No, no, Dick. No, no, no. no. Uh, he, said, he said, it's not working out with, with Richard. Uh, let's... We're gonna let him go. I don't want everybody to have to look at him in the face. You know what he? <laughs> so he goes, "I'm taking him to HR. Everybody, go take a lunch. Take a two hour lunch. Okay, take an extra hour for your lunch. You know, go out, get away, and and then by when you come back, his desk will be cleared out, and and and, and everything will be cool. So what's funny That's was, very nice. yeah, it was it was very nice of them to do that, so he wouldn't have to do the walk of shame in front of anybody. What he didn't know was that my direct supervisor was already in HR with him. And they basically sat him down and they said, you know, Richard, we got to let you go. Okay. Do you have any questions for us? No. No. I don't blame you. <laughs> you know, he just, he knew what was up. I mean, the guy knew he was shit. He knew the jig was up. Yeah, yeah. So basically what happened is we get out of this meeting and we're walking back to our desks and there is this guy basically loading up his desk you know packing up in a box and he's like hey guys i guess you hear they fired me <laughs> like i was like <laughs> i was and and of course uncle ralph at this time was like what you know what's going on like we did not <laughs> want this to happen so <laughs> did you still get a two-hour lunch that's a good question so i basically from walking out of this meeting i turned to uncle ralph and i go by the way i'm still taking the two hours for lunch <laughs> Um, I literally have a dozen stories about that guy, but I feel like I kind of went over. So I, I will turn it over to you guys. I, I know that you guys probably worked with some real gems. Oh as well. yeah, well, uh, we'll, we'll uh, I don't know how elaborate I'll get, but I worked with one guy. We had a delivery truck. Uh, you guys know I work in automotive, and mm-hmm. so we were delivering some parts. And this guy apparently had a cocaine habit. <laughs> And he sold the delivery truck and went on a cocaine bender for like three or four days. Wow. That's so, a winner. That so, gets you a lot of coke. I mean, and then, that was, that's a pricey truck. So that was one. You talked about the walk of shame. I had one guy that worked at our place, and we, you know, he got fired. I, I didn't even know his name. We had a couple different divisions at this company I was working for, and he got fired. And he proceeded to punch every picture on the way out. Just pow, pow. <laughs> on his way out. Are these like employee of the month? Oh, he's some essay from the warehouse, just oh, popping wow. every picture on wow. the way out, dude. Just it was loud. That's dude. a that's a fun day at the office. Oh yeah, I was like, what the fuck is? <laughs> <laughs> so then we had this one guy, and uh, he is this was at uh, a different company, a smaller place, and he was a warehouse guy, and we gave him his review, and he was doing a good job, and for a warehouse guy, we gave him a dollar raise, and this was like. God, this was like 18 years ago. So that's a big, that's a big. Ra- oh, he wasn't happy with this raise. 
So there's this little thing. There's like this little metal thing that holds like the plastic wrap you wrap pallets on. Mm -hmm. He got so mad, he decided to just pick it up and throw it, and he hit another employee with it, dude. The guy, <laughs> if he would have thrown up his arm, it would have hit him right in the head, and it broke the guy's arm. Oh, wow. So then there had to be, you know, uh, police involved oh, wow. and a loss of a job, police involved. Wow. Over a dollar raise. Over a dollar raise. It Not wasn't a dollar enough. decrease in and the guy And the guy that had to deliver his dollar raise, I had to end, end up firing a couple years later because he was having some issues. And one day he came into work and he was just snoring. I'm working. We're all working. He came into work and he was just snoring. <laughs> and I hear the snoring. I'm like, this guy's sleeping. The guy next to me goes like, he goes, I, think, I think he's sleeping. I won't say his name. He's like, I think he's sleeping. I go over there and he's like, he's just out, dude. He's out. Yeah, if you're going to sleep on the job, right. snoring is probably not a good so, thing to be doing. Right, so I'm it's like, hard. he's like, don't tell the boss. I'm like, I'm your boss. And I saw you snoring. So, yeah, I'm going to tell the owner. I'm not he's the owner I'm your boss so yeah I have to tell him and figure out what to do with you right he goes well I had a really long night I'm like yeah you got sick days dude call in sick if you're fucking hung over too badly right you fucking call in sick dude you right. don't come in and fucking sleep at work sleep and try to get paid yeah I mean what the fuck man you know you, you meet some wild people along the way um, some interesting people I work I work with one guy I mean he was so lazy I mean he come in there was one guy who was like pig pen. He came in. He wouldn't work. He'd, he'd get on the internet like that other guy. Right. He wasn't even trying to farm out his work. He was just not working. Right. Smelly. <laughs> and just, oh. you know, not bathing. It's just like, dude, you got to go. Yeah. Oh, what? I'm here every day. I'm like, but you're not. And, and this was the guy that told me the guy was snoring. Yeah, and he didn't last long after that. I'm like, you're not doing anything. Yeah, you know it's funny when when this cop when this topic came up and we discussed that we would that we would kind of go over our our own personal stories of employees that yeah. were bad or interesting stories. I, I honestly I couldn't think of any. Really, I really couldn't. Wow, but well, you're lucky. But, but in the last twenty minutes of talking. <laughs> I've nah. come up with two that, oh, nah. that are very distinct. Nah, that's what, good. When I first started in uh, in post production, I started out working in the vault, which is basically exactly what it sounds like. It's basically a, a small room where we we would store videotape or other you know other material, and we would log it in, and we would kind of library it and keep track of where it was and what it was and all that good stuff. Right. Very small room, um, and. We brought in a a guy, and I and I I, I can't even tell you his name because I couldn't remember his name. But he was a, a Middle Eastern guy, and he I smell a good impression coming up. Well, it's funny that you, it's funny. No, it's funny that you say smell because that's the problem. He oh, yeah. smelt oh, no. to high yeah. heaven. Yeah, the, I, this guy smelt so bad that we had to literally have the talk with him, like, oh, "Dude, no. you stink, and you need to do something." Like. If you don't do something about it, we are going to have to fire you. Well, that's how we fired the last guy I was talking stink. about. Right. Because I brought it up to my boss. I'm like, dude, this guy smells. He's like, I've already talked to him a couple times. Oh. And I'm like, well, he's not showering. Yeah, he, dude, this guy did not make it. Like, we, they literally, I mean, I didn't have, because I, was, I wasn't his boss. I mean, I worked with him. But they literally had to talk to him two times. 
And the third time they had to fire him because he it's like he just wouldn't take care of his problem. And he, oh yeah. my God, this guy stunk to high heaven. Hold on, but, but let me, dude, I forgot about this thing about my guy. Not only did he, was he smelling, he had like just like open cavities on his teeth. Like he'd smile and you could see the black circles oh, in between oh, his teeth, dude. Oh it was just bad, oh, dude. It was man. bad. That's bad hygiene. <laughs> and then I went to my other job. I went to my next job and he's like, hey, if you hear about any openings, let me know. I'm like, okay, dude. Yeah, of course yeah, I won't. I'll let you know if I have any. No opening. problem. <laughs> you should say, yeah, I know about four or five openings. They're all in your mouth. Get them closed up. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. He had open holes when he would smile. Get rid of those dude. openings in your gullet. Oh, Maybe bad. we'll talk, Just man. black holes. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it, was, it was bad. All right. Well, look, let's let's do this. So let's take a break. This yeah, seems like a good spot to take a break. Right. And, uh, and when we come back, uh, we've got uh, two really great segments. Uh, it's, uh, it's baseball season. I love it. Spring training is I'm in ready. full force. Uncle Charlie is ready. Uh, the Redbirds, you the Halos, that. all the other teams are all yeah. working out, getting ready to start the season. Are and the Halos ready? I don't think well, they are. they're probably not ready. Yeah, Pujols ain't ready. But, He's not but, ready, right? The Cardinals are always ready. Well, we're always ready. Because you guys hack into computers, well, get all that information. They stole, they stole our information. Well, nonetheless, nonetheless, it is baseball season. And in honor of baseball season and in honor of uh, the wrestling move or dirty sex move game we played a few episodes ago are you ready i've come up i have i'm is it rest yeah i've come up with a new game okay called baseball player or porn star oh man! so we're going to play that after the break i know a lot about both those professions (laughs) well you'll be surprised we'll be surprised maybe you'll win maybe you'll be good at it we never know you should be scared yeah well and we'll also also take care of the uh, hashtag bibs that we told everybody about I've been waiting for this. Ninja 3, the domination. So with that, stay tuned. We'll be back uh, in a, a brief moment. Strength cast is real gamers, nerds who have gamed their entire lives, beings who exploded from American vaginas with dice in one hand, a breast in the other, and a glow of bits in their eyes. These are the men and women who close their eyes at dawn. This is StrengthCast. So visit strengthingaming.com and subscribe to STRCast. But as Donald Trump hangs on to the top of the Trump Plaza with his family under his arms, as they sink to the bottom of the sea, thank God Donald Trump's a hookamaniac. He'll know enough to let go of his materialistic possessions, hang on to the wife and kids, dog paddle with his life all the way to safety. But Donald, if something happens, if you run out of gas and all those little hookamaniacs just hang on to the largest back in the world and all dog paddle us, backstroke all of us to safety you're listening to three huge hulkamaniacs noah sean and bubba off the rails podcast all right well thanks miguel that was a great promo you gave us we appreciate that we appreciate everything you do for us there at the icon beverages and cigars yes in good sponsor beautiful cypress california beautiful cypress california sun shining 357 days of the year Uh, i think i would dispute that but okay we'll go with it we'll go with that a little june gloom it's always sunny in cypress and philadelphia it's always sunny in cypress yes 
So, Bubba, it's baseball season. Yes, it is. Spring training is in full force. Right. You ever been there? I have not. Well, I think we might have to take this guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. I, I don't think see that happening <laughs> anytime soon. Uh, but uh, Next year, you and I will go. I keep hearing all these wacky stories. Well, you guys always come back from Arizona with these crazy stories. We got free room and board. My son lives over there. Well, and yeah. so we can go. Uh, my for, brother-in-law lives there now. We can go. For, yes. My so we got two free places. <laughs> well... We'll, we'll stay at my my kid's pad, or we can get a condo. Condos are always nice. Mm-hmm. We had, Dude, Don we had and Charlie's. Oh, Don and Charlie's. Oh, you'd love that place. <laughs> I think this this might be the next episode. We'll talk about our spring training jaunts. But yeah. for this episode, I was inspired Bubba, by spring training, baseball season, and yep. your game that you played two episodes ago, wrestling, wrestling move, move or dirty sex right. act. So, Bubba, this game is yes. called. It's a very simple game. Right. I'm going to, it's called Porn Star or Baseball Player. Right. So I'm going to give you a name, and you are simply going to tell me, is that name the name of a porn star or the name of a Major League Baseball player? You're going to give us a name. Right. Yes. I, I, yes. I'm going to give both of you a name. Yes. I'm, I'm explaining the game to Bubba. Okay. Because, right. you, know, he's, you know, he's not much of a sports fan. No. I mean, rightfully so. Whatever. Right. He should be. Wow. It's America's pastime. Oh, I mean, just, Jesus oh, wow. Christ. So, it's been around for a long time. Uh, it's a pretty simple game. I've, I have loaded it to the front to be a little easier to get you started. Just yeah. a couple of these names, kind of knock it out of the park, if Good. you will. Good. So uh, let's jump right in, shall we? Yes. Play ball. All right. All right. First we'll, name. We'll let Bubba go first. Okay. The, the answers. The first person, Pete Lecoq. <laughs> Pete <laughs> Lecoq. Uh, Bubba, if, baseball player or porn star? Pete Lecoq. I've got to say, if you're coming up with a porn star name, <laughs> I think you can do a little better than, than Lecoq. I'm going to say that he is a baseball player. Baseball player? Yes. Okay. Sean, Bubba has said that Pete Lecoq is a baseball player. What do I, you think about I that? I would say that would be a great porn star name. However... <laughs> I've bought a lot of baseball cards, and I've probably got about 23 Pete Lecocks in my garage, unfortunately, because he was a shitty player. That's not something you should be announcing on the well, podcast. Well, because, because he's a shitty player, he came in every pack. Well, Pete Lecock is a baseball player. Well, he was a lifetime 257 hitter with uh, 27 home runs in his career from 72 to 80. That is... A so in, bit, that's a little bit below league average, so, but I've got his cards, a plenty of them, <laughs> and so he 100% sure he is a baseball he player. He is a baseball player. Yes, he is. That ball hit hard. Stretch. You can put it on the board. Yes. 132 games played in 1979 with a 277 average and three home runs for the Kansas City Royals. Wow. So, your world champion, Kansas City Royals. Yeah. So, the score is one to one. See, I told you, I put the easy ones first. All right. All right. That was easy for me. Was it easy for you? Uh, I don't think it was. I think it was an educated guess. Yes. All right. Next up Dale DeBone. <laughs> Dale DeBone. Dale DeBone. Baseball player? Yeah. Or yes, porn sir. star? Or porn star? <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, great one. Uh, Sean, would you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Okay. That's a uh, porn star. Porn star. Yeah. All right. You seem very confident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure very confident. I've right. seen none of his movies. 
It's hard to believe that you would be this adamant and never seen a movie with him. He is a porn star. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen a guy taking a bat with that name. So okay, so Bubba, he's serving a guy taking Bubba, a bat. Sam or Sean seems very, very convinced that Dale DeBone <laughs> is indeed a porn star. You're welcome. You're welcome. Take that point. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to agree with Sean. I, I believe that he is a porn star. Well. Bubba, I will tell you, with uh, with titles such as This Ain't Jaws, Triple X, Baby Dolls Behind Bars, and Craving 2, <laughs> Dale DeBone is, in fact, a porn star. Oh, yeah, dropping loads. <laughs> I've seen none of those movies. Well, I, 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 would, I would say that you probably have seen at least one of them if you know that Dale DeBone is a porn star, but I digress. Dale DeBone. So, it's two to two. We're moving in. It's going to start to get harder. I, I promise it will get harder, even okay. for you, Sean. Well, yeah. Even for you. So far, it's been pretty. Uh, it's been a cake. Been pretty easy. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get to this next guy, Brian Pumper. Brian Pumper, Baba, Major League Baseball player or porn star? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I. I'm gonna say that's a baseball player. Okay, so you believe that Brian Pumper is a baseball player? Yeah, that's not a that's not a porno name. All right, Sean, he's a porn star. <laughs> very confident. You're very, it's almost cocky how, how you're well, answering these questions. I just uh, you know I know baseball, so I would say he's a porn star. So you've never heard of Brian Pumper? I might have heard that name. Well, <laughs> have you ever heard of Gate Man Six? No. Or My Neighbor's Horny Wife? Yes. Or Gate Man 5? No. Well, Brian Pumper was in all of those films. No. He How is, could in he fact, have heard of 5 if he hadn't heard of 6? <laughs> no, no. Maybe he gave up. Maybe he gave up after 5. Maybe he gave up after 5. You know? He went 6, then 5. I heard the one in the middle. What about Too Big, Too Black for her white crack? <laughs> have you heard of that one? <laughs> no. Because he was in that one as well. Uh, Brian no. Pumper is, in fact, uh, no. a pornographic actor. Oh, yeah. Dropping loads. <laughs> and okay. a rapper. By the way, wow, so, of course he is. So look for him on of iTunes. He is. He's a uh, multi hyphenate. Yeah, he's he's got a, a big dick and a big mouth. Oh, well, I, I wouldn't know either of those things, but you seem to be. Well, no, on, I mean, I'm just it, assuming so. that. <laughs> we are. Uh, it's it's three to two, three to two. Okay. Sean just took the lead here, wow. so well. plenty of time for you to come back, though, Bubba. Don't worry. All right. Don't sweat it. All right. Next up, Johnny Dickshot. Johnny Dickshot, D-I-C-K-S-H-O-T, in case you're playing at home. Now, I don't believe that there is... Would, do I go first or do you go this first? This is my turn. Oh, okay. Uh, Sean, right. please, go first. You go for it, Sean. I will and let so you know. I would say this, this is too overt to be a porn star name. Too overt to be a porn star Yeah, Dickshot. Okay. I mean, that's just... I mean, yes, it could be, but I mean... Girls don't like to get shot in the eye, so I'm going to say baseball player. Baseball player. Okay. He says Although baseball player. I've player. never heard of this name. Yeah. The, the fact that somebody's walking around with a, a name Dick Shot and that is a legit name and not a uh, a porno non plume, I, I can't abide that. I'm going to I'm going to guess that see Johnny Dickshot? Johnny Dickshot. Johnny Dickshot is a porno star. All right, well, we have a, uh, another discrepancy here. Bubba, you say Johnny Dickshot is a porn star? Yes. Sean, you say Johnny Dickshot is a baseball player? Correct. Well, I'm here to tell you that Johnny Dickshot, in fact, played for the White Sox. 
That ball hit hard. Stretch. You can put it on the board. Yes. The Pirates wow. and the Giants from 1936 to 1945. Wow. The career 276 average with seven home runs throughout his illustrious well, career. He wasn't a pop hitter, but that's a good average, though. Johnny Oscar Dickshot. That's an above average player there with that, that with that batting average. What position did he play? He was left fielder. Yeah, left fielder's pretty Six weak. Six foot, 195, in fact. <laughs> left fielder's pretty weak, so that's about right. So, it is now four to two. Okay. Bubba, I don't worry. Catch up. There's plenty of time. I've got, All right. I've got you plenty got of names here. You don't worry. Time. And it's going to get harder, so just be aware. Yeah. Okay. All right. This one, I think this one's a hard one. Mark Wood. Mark Wood, Bubba. Is Mark Wood a baseball player, or is he a pornographic actor? There is it's an a, Alex Wood. Alex Wood does play. It's a common name, though. Wood is yes, such a common Alex, Alex Wood does play baseball. That is correct. But we're not talking about Alex Wood. Carrie Wood was a pitcher. Carrie Wood was <laughs> a ta- pitcher. We're talking about Mark Wood. Mark Wood is who we are speaking of. I'm going to say baseball player. Sean, Mark Wood. Well... I know a little bit about Mark Wood. He's also married to another pornographic actress. What? And her name is Francesca Lay. Wow. I- I'm very impressed. Mark Wood yeah. is a porn star. I- oh, yeah. Dropping loads. <laughs> I- I'm impressed, and yet I'm scared that-, that Sean, in fact, knows exactly what he's talking about. Mark Wood is a, is-, is a pornographic actor from such movies as Butthole Barrio Bitches 3. <laughs> And Butthole Whores 4 and All About That Bass. Never seen them. <laughs> well, you've seen one of them. Come on. Yeah. Come on. You had to have seen at least one of them. I've heard of him. Obviously, you you know his backstory as well. So, Well, I feel that the, uh, the uh, Butthole Barrio Bitches series has lost its way. <laughs> you know, it's, you, it's, not, it's not as good as you, the original. You gave up after the first <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, you're you're, you're not worth watching anymore. All right. So it is five to two. Oh, Bubba, Jesus. I have I've got six names here, so oh, it's God. it's starting it's, to get to a point where you're going to have to start making up some. You can still ground. win. You can still win, but you still you need to start. So let's go with this next one. Okay, it's my uh, turn first, right? Yeah, now. let's start with Sean. Sean, right. you're in the weed, so yep. we'll start with you. That'll give Bubba a chance yep. to uh, to to maybe yeah. pick a different <laughs> at name. least maintain. Urban Shocker. <laughs> Urban Shocker. Urban Shocker. Wow. Well, this is getting tough. Here. Major League Baseball player or porn star? Urban Shocker. Urban Shocker. I'm going to go porn star. Porn be- star. Because of the Shocker maneuver. Okay. <laughs> You're going to go porn star. I thought that was a wrestling move. <laughs> <laughs> that was last time. Okay. So Sean says that Urban Shocker is a porn star. Bubba, do you well, agree or disagree? I disagree with that. I think that uh, Urban Shocker is a baseball player. That's probably a good call. Well, I will tell you, Bubba, that Urban Shocker. That ball hit hard. Stretch. You can put it on the board. Yes. Played for the Browns and Yankees from 1916 to 1928. He's got a ball game. He is a lifetime. uh, Oh, he yeah, he is a lifetime. Oh no, he was a pitcher. He was a pitcher, Urban Shocker. (laughs) I like that. With uh, a career ERA of. uh, where's his ERA? CRI3 I'm trying to look at his ERA. Oh, ERA of 3.17. Very respectable. All right. And uh, 187 wins for old 
Urban James Shocker. As opposed to the real Shocker, which is one in the pink, one in the sting. Well, as, barb I, wire as I said before, I, as I tried oh, to tell you, these are going to get harder. So uh, Barb wire action there. All uh, right. All right. <laughs> it is now five to three, Bubba. You are coming back. So okay. good job by you. All right. Our next, our next uh, name. Uh, we'll go with Sean again. Sean, you're in the weed, so we're going to go oh, with you no, since no, you're in the no, weed. No, 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 that's his turn. Oh, no, I got to go again. Okay. Well, you're in the weed. Okay. We're, gonna, we're, okay. we're, we're trying to play Let's this like a real game. Uh-huh. Trying to play this like a real game show. Right. Give Bubba right. a chance here. All so, right. Eric Everhard. Eric Everhard. Is he a baseball player or is he a porn star? He's a porn star. He is a porn star, you say. Yes, I'm, I've got no doubt about that. No doubt? You're very confident. Because he's, very confident he's, in your answers. He's Everhard? Eric Everhard. That means he's always hard. It could mean that. Or it could just be a very bad surname. So right. I will say he's a porn star. Porn star. Yeah, I'm fine with that answer. Okay. Bubba. Um, you know what? The, it's funny because the name rings a bell to me. And I don't think, I think it's some would, baseball. I think some would say if it rings a bell to you, you should go porn star. Yeah, I'm going to go porn star on this one. <laughs> so you both say porn star, and you both would be correct. Oh, yeah, dropping loads. <laughs> uh, Young and Glamorous 7. Never uh, seen Slutty it. Girls Love Rocco. Never seen it. I Love My Sister's Big Tits. Never seen okay. it. Uh, Sex Kittens too. No. All in his repertoire never seen those. of films. And those are just from 2015. So oh, this wow. guy is, this guy's been all yeah. over the map. Very prolific. Very, very prolific. So it is now four to six. Sean, you are still in the lead. But again, we still have a chance, Bubba. You're still in this. All right, here we go. There's four names left. Chief Bender. Chief Bender. Is he a baseball player, Bubba? Or is Chief. he a porn star? Chief Bender. Chief Bender. Chief Bender. Chief Bender. I'm going to say that's a baseball player. Baseball player. Okay. Sean? I know. You know. Oh, no. 100% correct. Oh, no. That this, this is a baseball player. You know 100% correct that this is a baseball player. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. He's a Hall of Famer, I believe. A Hall of Fame baseball player is what you're, is what you're claiming. Yes. Wow. Well, I will uh, I will say this. You are correct. That ball hit hard. Stretch. You can put it on the board. Yes. Thank you. Chief nice. Bender was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1953. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus you Christ. are welcome for my answer. <laughs> Athletics, <laughs> Phillies, Terrapins, and White Sox from 1903 <laughs> to 1917. Jesus. With a... Uh, with a total of 212 victories and a Bubba 2.46 knew he was ERA match from the beginning. <laughs> it is 7 to 5. Right. We are getting down to the nitty-gritty. You still have a chance. But you're going to need some help. Does okay. he have a chance? He has There's a only chance. three left. There's three left. If he gets all three and you don't get right. any of these right, That's he can correct. win. So, with that being said, let's go with Wondermons. 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 You spell it for me. Uh, Wonder. The, the last name. I know how to spell Wonder. M O N D S. Wondermons. Wondermons. Baseball player? Porn star. I'm going to go porn star. Porn star. Wondermons. Bubba, it's up to you. I'm going to say baseball player. And any any reasoning? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because he said porn star? Yes. yes. 
Well, in this instance, that is a good guess because Wondermons played oh, God. for the Atlanta Five. Braves farm system. <laughs> that ball hit hard. Stretch. You can put it on the board. Yes. He had a, a very short stint with the Atlanta Braves, but he did play for them uh, between the years 1993 and 1999. Uh, and he was an outfielder. Wonder, well, wonderful. His full name, which I found, uh, which I found amazing, wonderful, terrific Mons the Third. That means there's Jesus. two other people out there named Wonderful, Terrific Mons. He's a brother. It is seven to six. Oh, we're, tightening, we're tightening up here. Seven to six. We have two names left. Oh shit! All right, Rod Fontana, Rod. Fontana, Bubba, Rod Fontana, porn star, baseball player. Gosh, you know what? Again, I want to say I've heard that name before, Rod Fontana. Uh, gosh, uh, let's go with porn star. Porn star, Ronald Rod. I'm sorry, not Ronald Rod. Rod Fontana. I've never heard that name, but I'm gonna go porn star. So you're gonna say porn star, Bubba? You said porn star. I did. This game is over, unfortunately, but he is a porn star. Yes, wow. he is. Oh yeah, dropping <laughs> loads from uh, great films. I know. I know that you all remember the Blackfoot Patrol series. <laughs> no. Uh, two, three, four, five, and six. No, no. never heard uh, of it. My new white stepdaddy three. What? My uh, new stepdaddy? Yeah, anal training wait, wait, camp. Wait, wait, wait. My new stepdaddy? No, my new white my stepdaddy. New, oh, white. my new, not my newt. No, my new, my new. white stepdaddy. I thought okay. he said. I thought he said three. my nude stepdaddy. No. And of course, <laughs> we are three separate things. And of course, his award-winning performance in "Let's DP the Old Lady." So. Yeah, let's not DP the old lady. Rod Fontana is, in fact, a porn star. And with that, Bubba, it's unfortunate that I have to tell you that you have not been successful in beating Sean Taylor. There was one left, so let's hear it. There is one left. All right, let's hear it just for laughs. Just Just for for, laughs. Just for funsies. Uh, Boof Bonezer. Oh, God. Boof Bonezer, Bubba. That has to be a baseball player. I don't even know what Boof Bonesing is. (laughs) Why? I agree that's a baseball player. It is a baseball player. He played for the Minnesota Twins, the A's, and the Red Sox from 2006 to 2010. That's tight, dude. Makes sense. Uh, so That was tight, though. It was tight. It was much yeah. tighter. Yeah. You know, eight to seven. Good good showing for you, yeah, Bubba, well, I will say. You, know, you had a little rough patch there I at the tr- beginning. I try my you came best. back. But yeah, you did come back. Very difficult game for me. Yeah, I thought you did well. You, you did do well. I thank you. All right, well, that's... Uh, that's it from us here at Baseball Player or Port Star. <laughs> that was a good game. Yeah, that's... Uh, do we have enough names to do that again? I think we do. Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's, I, it's, oh it, I think we do. We've, it, got, we've got 110 years of baseball. It's, and it's your turn to come up with a game. I'm all game down. Oh, you're all gamed out, I think? Bubba, I think. Bubba came up with a game, and, and I came up with a game. It's your turn to come up with a game. See, I think, next. I think we can play that same game, and I'll be the host, and you two guess. Okay. That will be better, because I know too much about both those sports. You, you it's, know, It's unfair for you know, me to... It's unfair for me to be the answeree. I just want to go on record that I'm a little scared that you knew that Alex Wood not only was a porn star, but that you knew his wife. Mark Wood. And you, sorry, Mark, Mark Wood. Wood. Oh, sorry. Mark, sorry, Mark Wood. Wood. And that you knew his wife's name.
name. Well, you know, you know your porn. Kudos to you. Yes, kudos. Congratulations. Congratulations on winning the game. Very good. Hopefully, you guys played at home. Hopefully, I want to win every game. Hopefully, you guys played <laughs> that game at home and didn't cheat and look it up on Google. So yeah, uh, Bubba. Yes. Uh, last month, or well, not last month, last episode, right? Oops. We gave away the boobas. Yes, we did the second annual boobas. Correct. And uh, now we're in season three. This is our first episode of the new season, and it's time for another edition of hashtag bibs. Hashtag right? bibs. Right. And My uh, favorite segment. Everybody's favorite segment. This needs. We need to get like theme music for. Or oh something. yeah. Well, this needs. Well, this this needs to be a production. Well, this well, is the greatest. We'll work on that. This is this is better than watching Mark Wood <laughs> never bang seen, his wife. I've never seen Mark Wood or his wife, but <laughs> neither. But I'm just saying, <laughs> right? So we have uh, for this episode's bibs. We're going to be talking about Ninja Three: The Domination. Oh, now uh, this is a little film. I know I don't remember if I talked about it on the podcast before, but there's a little uh, documentary on Netflix. Uh, called Electric Boogaloo, and it's about the films of Canon, Canon Films, a little small kind of boutique movie production house. They were cranking out just the most shit-awful films that you could imagine. <laughs> I agree. They released a lot of uh, some some of the seminal work in what I like to call the white guy karate genre. Uh, they're, they're very um, a lot of Chuck Norris films. They did all the Death Wish sequels, uh, the Dolph Lundgren live action Masters of the Universe, uh, Breakin' and Breakin' Two Electric, Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Correct. Yes. All of these films were produced by uh, this this little uh, this little studio called Canon, and um, they worked fast and cheap. And uh, it's very obvious. Some of some of <laughs> it's these very apparent. So, these films are beautiful in their own way. Yes, I and, believe uh, that. So Ninja Three is uh, the third uh, part, obviously, in the uh, Ninja series. Now, something that's kind of interesting about this is all three of these movies are numbered as sequels. Yet each one has nothing to do with the movies that came before. <laughs> and I've never seen Ninja One or Two. Uh, completely, I've seen Ninja One. I have not seen Ninja Two. Is it is it called Ninja One? It's just called. It's called, it's Inter, called Ninja. It's called Enter, Enter the, the Ninja. Enter yeah. the Ninja. Okay. And that is uh, that never stars Frank O'Nero, who again in the genre of white guy karate films is a classic. This guy is. Uh, that's the guy that I I think you might have seen that video clip I put up of the robot that comes to the dude's door. Yes. That that is Frank O'Nero. He is the star of Enter the Ninja and I believe a body double for Noah's dad. Uh <laughs> he looks exactly like him. It's crazy. Wow. So he so, looks like Chuck Norris. He does. He does okay. have a uh, striking uh, similarity to Chuck. <laughs> uh so this movie uh Ninja 3, I I kind of was turned on to it by by um, by that documentary, and I actually found the film is streaming for free in its entirety on YouTube. That's so amazing. You, you can look it up, check it out. You can actually watch the entire movie for free on YouTube. That's the I, best part of this movie. I was shocked that by that. You can that. watch it for free. <laughs> I was shocked by that. <laughs> well, it just seemed like one of those things that they're not monetizing the movie in any way, and they just want to. And rightfully so. Yeah, they, <laughs> I think they know. You know, they know. 
kind of which which films they're making money on, and it's yeah. not Ninja Three: The Domination. I enjoyed it though. Uh, I I also really enjoyed it. The thing I really like about it is that it manages to <laughs> meld the martial arts movie, the 1980s uh, fascination with jazzercise and yes. robicize. Yes. And also, it has a little bit of uh, satanic possession a la The Exorcist in it. Yeah. Uh, it's all three of those films kind of rolled into one crazy uh, doobie of a movie. Yeah. So... Um, uh, what did you guys think of the of the film? Noah? Well, I've taken a new uh, new approach. I, I'm not going to badmouth these movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will simply say that uh, uh, Ninja 3, The Domination, was not one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. It wasn't one of my favorite movies, but... Uh, it, I, it, was, it was pretty bad. I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, it was... Uh, I mean, it's campy. I mean, that's, yeah. That's, if you enjoy bad karate, where people don't even come close to hitting one another, then this is your film. There's a lot. I, I, I would like to think that uh, the director is trying to make a campy film. I, I didn't see. I, this is what I'll say. I, I I can appreciate a a a bad movie that's bad on purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate that, like right. a Sharknado kind of situation where where it's obviously campy on right. purpose, and right. it's, I, I get that, and sure. I can appreciate that, sure. and I enjoy some of those, but I don't believe that that's what this was. You think I don't, they were trying yes. to make a good movie? Yes, I believe that this movie, in earnest, was trying to pr- no, make a good. No, I thought they were trying to produce high art. Well, I believe, yeah, I, you know what? I do. I believe that they felt like this was a good movie. Well, art is art on its own merit, and. This was this was some art. <laughs> I did sure. not I did not get the sense that they were that they were taking themselves tongue in cheek in this film. I felt like they were yeah, taking I, themselves I, very yeah, seriously. I, I don't think they. How could you be taking yourself seriously? You 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 couldn't because uh, it was nineteen eight. Because no it was nineteen eighty. There was a lot of drugs. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of drugs in nineteen eighty. There 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 certainly were. Uh, and 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 uh, you know I I can't fault you your opinion Noah, but I will say this: the opening. Like 10, 15 minutes of this yeah, movie alone yeah. has a body count that rivals like total. Yeah, control. people were dropping the, like flies. Dude, I, and I still don't know why he killed the guy, the, the main golfer guy. Like <laughs> so, he kills a guy and you have right. no idea why he's killing yeah. him. Yeah, and you was, never find no, out. No, no, no. He was the top scientist. Okay. Well, top I mean, scientist for what? I can't answer that, it's, but he was oh. a top scientist. He is a, a scientist right. in the study of golf. He'll tell you. Okay, so <laughs> no. so so I guess to 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 start this movie off, a a dude is golfing on a so the guy's out on the golf course in his cart. Right, I was baffled by that. He I is, was as well. He is assaulted by a ninja, right, for no reason that is ever explained. Never, ever explained. It's never you, like you wait for the whole movie to find out why he killed this golfer, and so, you never find out. A couple of things about this ninja because you don't outside of this uh, main segment, you don't see him too much. But for one thing, his hairstyle is like that of Sonny Bono, which I found to be very interesting. <laughs> And he also wears a lot of eye makeup that makes him look yeah, cheap. Yeah, a lot of eyeliner. Yeah, he was a very whorish appearance. Looks like a tacky appearance. whore. Yeah, he had a very whorish appearance uh, 
which I would not expect from a very classy ninja. Uh, but in any case, he shows up at the golf course and and kills this this guy in his his golf date. Um, and before he can escape, of course, he, as he before he can even escape the golf course, he is swarmed by cops. Yes. And how many very cops? In, very incompetent. How, how many? Officer, how how many cops would you say this guy killed though in the within the course of the next ten minutes? Well. It's hard for me to say he killed them since he didn't touch any of them. But, but in, for this conversation, yes, we will go the with purposes of the, the film. For the purpose of this conversation, we will go with twenty to thirty. I see. I I estimate it uh, closer to forty. But I, you know, I don't know. He, These are all he, estimates. He was jumping out of trees and into the helicopter and killing cops in a helicopter. The, my my favorite skill that he has was being able to shoot a dart. Right from a blowgun into the pistol, the barrel of, a, of the into gun. the barrel of a pistol right. that a police officer was shooting, and making the pistol basically backfire and killing the police officer that was shooting the gun. Yes, I, I found that amazing. Yes, that well, it's a ninja skill for sure. It's a skill that, that he is has. one hell of a ninja skill. Yeah, uh, so this guy just kills hell amounts of of police. And and how many we we can't really say, but he is eventually gunned down by the police brutally. Gunned yes, down. by several yes. and by by police policemen that we'll see later in the film, uh, including the one that always seemed to be smoking a cigar. <laughs> but we'll get to, we'll get to him later. So as he's as he, the this ninja kind of throws a, a flash bomb or a smoke bomb and gets away and runs into the heroine of the story who is climbing up a telephone telephone pole. She's doing a television job. She's, she, doing, she's a cable worker. No, yeah. she's a telephone worker. Telephone yeah. Telephone worker. This yeah. is 1980s. There, was, yeah, there weren't any yeah, cables. She's, this, she's throwing up telephone cable. Yes. This, the, side, the side of her van says... Metro Telephone. Wow, that's, that's, that's all it says. Uh, so anyway, she uh, she kind of sees what's going on, and uh, she is possessed by this ninja. Yeah, she, tri- she sees him. Yeah, f- frolicking or rolling around, dying. Right, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And she wants to rescue him. Yeah, and yeah. she's and then she he possesses her body, his his spirit. Yes. His his spirit and the sword. She gets his sword. She takes right. his sword, and his spirit goes into her hot aerobicizing body. She's got nice ass. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, it's a quick word about the actress. This is uh, Lucinda Dickey, who is a very is she uh, a baseball player or a porn star? She is actually neither. Oh. Uh, she is a frequent uh, Canon Films star. She Ooh. was the. The star we'll see her of again, maybe any, it's any, possible. Any if, relation to R. A. Dickey? <laughs> she was knuckleballer, the, baseball player. <laughs> she was the. Uh, she was actually the uh, female lead in Breaking Two. How about Dicky Thong? Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Correct. Sorry, I can't help but throw out these major league baseball names. I've been researching them all day. <laughs> so, uh, basically, uh, the cops. She's uh, she's questioned by the cops. And she's taken back to the headquarters, and one of the cops starts coming on real strong. Yes, yes. here's the, very strong. Here, here's the, this is kind of where the film sort of lost its way in part of it. <laughs> this is where it lost. Okay, I'm, so, I'm in. So this cop 
like is trying to pick up on her right. and she's like no screw you i don't date cops and blah 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 and all that stuff right this guy gets real salty about it yes he ends up being her love interest for the movie yes she at a certain point which i'll get to later on basically just takes this guy to pound town yeah. for like no discernible reason right well no no there's definitely there a discernible a reason, reason. She gets he gets mad at her and yeah. that turns her on. Yeah, oh. yeah. She, Did you he, not get that? He's like, get the fuck out of my car. Yeah, oh, get yeah. out of my car. Yeah, and then all of a and sudden, she loved that. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, that. she wanted yeah. to do him. That yeah. she loved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, man, that's super weird. Also, <laughs> that guy what? had the most repug body hair of yeah. all time. Wow. Yeah, he did. You have to, you have to admit that might we be a booba all category. Got laid for weird, weird reasons than that in our time, I think. That guy, some shit just happens. Needed, a, and you're like, what? Okay, he needed one of those foam depilatories <laughs> or whatever. Like you saw, like his shoulders and his back and stuff. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. Oh my god, I was kind of in and out of consciousness during this viewing. My god, oh, he, wait till I tell you. Wait till I tell you about my viewing of this was, movie. It was disgusting. So basically, what happens is she starts going into these trances and starts channeling the ninja. Yeah. She, she uh, at she, night she teaches her aerobics class, right? And then there's a few guys in the gym. Now, would you guys classify them as rapists? <laughs> These guys. Well, I wouldn't have classified them as rapists. I would have classified them as pervy. No, okay. no, but they were trying. They to were rape. clearly but, there was some but then, rape. But there then was some clearly after after that scene, there was clearly some rape yes. going on in broad daylight. Yeah, they, with they tried hundreds to, of people watching, just watching, just looking at it like they, 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 on, they tried right? to rape some girl, and then right. she broke it up, and then they tried to rape yeah, her. Including, right. including by the way, the, the cop, cop yeah. is watching this go by like nothing's oh, yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You I, I like was, that? I was amazed. He just stood there, right? Yeah, a woman is being assaulted like literally like not even not even in question like she's oh, being yeah. raped right and Two the cop's just assaulted the cop yeah. is just and the cop standing, is standing there. there like yeah. i'm gonna see how this plays i'm gonna out. wait right. i'm gonna wait until yeah. i see exactly how this is. i'm not i don't i'm not in special units i don't yeah. really know so yeah. this bird like beats their asses like yeah. beats yes. all of them she she takes her ninja soul out that she has now that's right she discovers her powers that's right so so later on, I mean, this is now the point where she gets a ride home from the cop, right? And and now all of a sudden, uh, he starts getting real, you know, real brass with her, and like, hey man, like, I know, I just almost saw you get raped, but uh, do you want to go out on a date right. or whatever? Right. And you know when she Which starts is a great pickup line. Yeah, by the way. she starts sassing him back, you know, with you know, because her mouth. Right. And uh, then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, once he threatens to just toss her out of the car and let her walk home, she's like, "Hey, well, let's go to my place and bang." Yeah, like right. I don't. She that's crazy. Hot. She gets hot over yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's nuts. That she never told him. She goes, "When you get angry, you get sexy." That 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 so we got angry. That's all I need to do is get mad. That never that never works for me. Well, so they go to. They let me go tell you, place. it works for a lot of dudes. Wow, that's crazy, <laughs> including I, Mark Wood. I it works for a lot of dudes. I can't even believe it. Oh, you should. Um, so <laughs> they so they go to her place. They do the deed. He takes off his yeah. shirt. He's wearing like a wife beater tank top and just the thick woolly carpeted 
matted hair. He had a nice coming, sweater coming nice out sweater. of this guy's. Yeah, it looked like it was an Angora sweater he was wearing. Yeah, it was that, his body hair. That that's one of the points I dozed oh, off. I, I missed that. So you missed the one and only pseudo sexing. No, I saw that, but I missed the sweater part. Oh. Yeah, no, he was. He is one of God's wooliest beasts. Yeah, I miss that. Um, so after they leave, I saw the end of the sex scene, and of course, I was kind of in a vat of consciousness. This guy's now introducing this bird around us. This is my girlfriend. This okay, is a I miss girl that I'm dating. He introduces her to his partner. Now, this is the older cop yes. with a huge nose that's always smoking a cigar. I remember that part. He right? recognized her, and he was like menacing he was like looking at her menacingly and she had a flashback right right where her where she didn't have a flashback the ninja inside her had a flashback right and so she wanted to kill this guy right right so yeah so once she she realized what was up with this dude right that she wanted to go back and kill him and of course later she does yes she breaks into his place dressed up like a ninja right and then just Beats the dog shit out. Well, of Well, he's him. playing pool. Let the guy what? play pool with so, a with a Miller Light yeah. light <laughs> over his pool table. Right. Shout out, shout out to Mickey Miller. Now, right. here, hey Mickey, fuck here, you. Here's the <laughs> fuck you do. So here, here's the here's, never here's the this. other thing. Like, she really beat this guy's ass real bad. It was yeah. like what? And I mean, like I said, the guy was like an old man with like a huge schnoz yes it was like watching uh judd hirsch get his ass beat by, yeah. a, by a woman yeah, like judd hirsch abe vagoda yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Just, he, abe vagoda just died though right? right not too long ago are you sure yeah yes. i thought he died like in 78 no he is indeed are you dead. sure not too long ago though no can he be a manager in the underground wrestling alliance yes All yes right. he can he can be uh <laughs> so Moo, moo, moo. Remember the pot brownies on Barney Miller? <laughs> she, st- she, starts to, she starts to meet the other cops, and these are all cops that killed the ninja right before he died. Yes, and including the cop she's dating. Including the, the cop she's dating. Yes. Right, which for whatever reason that doesn't trigger until like later on in the movie. Right. I don't know why. Well, it yeah. does trigger, but he was in a silhouette. Right. Oh, like She right. sees it, but she can't. Distinguish who it is. Foreshadowing. He's got the foreshadowing. I'm I'm an editor. So, the the (laughs) you wouldn't believe it, but I am. (laughs) The next cop that she kills is the one that's out carrying him two ladies. Then he has the two ladies on his arm, and they go in the jacuzzi. Again, this this movie needed gratuitous sex, and it just didn't give it to me. Like there was a sex scene with no nudity. There's a hot tub scene with no nudity. Like it totally missed the mark. No, my favorite part about this scene was that. The two, the two broads take this guy into the jacuzzi, and then when Lucinda Dickey shows up with the towels, like clearly she's there to kill him, right? She's gonna kill him, right? Uh, and she just shows up like in a bathing suit or whatever, like she just comes into the spa, jumps into the spa with them. By the yeah. way, I have that happen to me all the time. And these two, these two gals are saying to each other, like, like what's her deal? Like what's her problem? And he's like, hey, bitch, get out of here, whatever. I'm like. Were they not ready to just go two on one on this weird looking old man? Right. And now all of a sudden a third gal shows up and that's just like a bridge too far. Right. What's the deal with that? Yeah, that, like, that, yeah. I'm totally willing to bang this guy in front of my friend, but not this other lady. That's too weird. Well, you know, they don't know that. You know, yeah. what kind of disease she's carrying? She got chlamydia, hep C. I mean, you know. Who is she? Also, also, I'm with I, you, though. is I, she a baseball player, a porn star? We don't the know. Old, the old guy's like, yes. <laughs> also, of I course. wrote, I wrote down that this cop looked like Jerry Stiller. 
<laughs> because I believe he did. Wow. I believe he did. Uh, so to to kind of help her deal with this problem of constantly being uh, possessed by a dead ninja, yeah. her cop boyfriend takes her down to Chinatown right. to meet an old stereotype Chinese man. Uh, and I don't think it was the old man from Gremlins that sold them the Mogwai, no. but he may be related to him oh, it's, in some it's way. Famous, famous Asian actor James Wang. There you go. He played the set. He played in. He was in Revenge of the Nerds too. Uh, Boogers. Oh, that's right. He was Boogers uh, yeah. Sensei. And, and he was the Sensei of Boogers. And the Golden Child. Yes. Yeah. And and let me just say, just like the uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. I have a James Hank James Huang story. Dude, I want his eyes. I it. need a picture with him. He and he is still alive. Well, let me tell you something. We as, saw we saw him at Comic Con. As close last as year. as close as we are sitting here tonight, I sat closer to James Huang one time for a good two hours. I'd pay a hundred dollars for that picture. I I want a picture with that guy. One time in my yes. career I was nominated for a daytime Emmy. So happened that James Huang was also nominated for a Daytime Emmy that same year, and I sat next to James Huang when he won his Daytime Emmy for his work in Kung Fu Panda, the television series. That's right. He's the duck, the father of yes. Wong is not simply Hakalugi. Yes, exactly. And I sat next to him. For you should have told him show. that the entire time. You should have quoted Revenge of the Nerds. One does not simply hack a movie. You know, it's not very often that I get starstruck. I can honestly say I was oh, starstruck, yeah. starstruck yeah. by by sitting next to this gentleman. Well, that's, he's <laughs> he was older. He's you know kind of a little he bit. He is a he great little, supporting actor. He was a, he was he was he was slightly lucid, but but yet he was slightly he was, you know, lucid. But he was he was in it, and it was just. It was a fun story. It's one of those moments in my career. I've been to a con and I've seen him, and I, I regret not getting my picture with him. Well, I regret not taking a picture with him as well. So we can both agree on that. All right. <laughs> so he actually, in a to get to reveal the ninja inside her, she hits the pipe. Right, she gets a little not the crack pipe. Happens. Some kind of pipe. I don't the know what, pipe. Not I, the crack I don't know pipe. what kind of pipe. It's probably like Ote or something. Who knows? So she begins to flip out. They have her. They have her tied up. They have her tied up in the basement of this little Chinese shop or whatever, and she starts to flip out. This is when they find out. She starts out. to go Linda Blair. Yes, she goes gets full possessed, and she begins to speak in in. Ninja tongues. She's speaking in tongues. You're yeah, correct. yeah. Whatever it is, whatever it is that happens, uh, she starts to spin around. Uh, uh, and this is the time when James Wang explains to the cop that only a ninja can kill a ninja. Correct. Which makes complete sense. Yeah. Right? This is when Jackie asked me, like, "What are they like, Jedi or something?" <laughs> no. That's not what that is. That's not what it is. <laughs> you watched this with Jack? Yeah, he watched a good amount. He watched a good amount. Well, he, he watched probably yeah, like yeah. the he watched he watched like the last half hour with me. Oh, okay. Uh, so anyway, I'm surprised to see the whole movie. I mean, you should see. Yeah, this. Well, I'm sure he probably will. Okay, he will. I just want to go on record too. This this seems like an appropriate time to mention that this is the part of the movie where I fell asleep. And just just a word of caution for all of our viewers or listeners out there: when you watch this movie on YouTube. And you fall asleep, which could happen. Yeah, I was in and out. Um, just be aware that when you wake up and you see a little boy 
ninja defeating a whole bunch of ninjas and his mom defeating a whole bunch of ninjas, it's not the same movie. What the hell happens? Because it rolls to the next movie. It went to the next Paramount classic, (laughs) American Ninja 3. Oh, wow. And I woke up from a stupor and was like, what's going on? And I was like, here was this little kid. It was was like a little eight-year-old kid. He was beating up guys. And then there was this other guy walking in. And I'm like, God, what happened to the chick? And what happened? I'm like, oh. That's great. I'm like, what the hell happened? What's going on here? This doesn't seem like the same movie. So I paused it and was like, oh, shit, it's not the same movie. So I had to go back (laughs) to the other movie and watch the end of that. Oh, so I was going to say, so you did see the end of the movie. Yes, I I went back and watched the rest of the movie. I was going to say, you missed all of Sho Kasuki as the eyepatch ninja. No, no, no. no. I went back and watched. And before we get to that, go to bed, Jackie. (laughs) Yes, yes, go to bed, Jackie. So here's where things get really crazy. I have written down in my notes here, Evil Ninja screws himself into the ground. Yes. Well, <laughs> he did. That's the true statement. Well, state. after he got stabbed yeah, by... he was defeated. He got stabbed by the hot chick with the sweet ass. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she stabs him, and then he pulls a Wicked Witch of the West. And right. And he's like, oh. And then he corkscrews. What a world. What and a world. Then, and <laughs> then there's an earthquake in Southern California. Right. Because that never happens. Right. Right, that explains it, because the ninja's corkscrewing himself into the ground. That's why we have earthquakes. Yeah. You constantly have ninjas burying themselves under the ground. That's correct. The ninja springs out, attacks Shokuzuki, who then stabs him through the top of the head. Well... Well, the the ground gave the ground gave under him. Right. So he had to go shoot like a little uh, uh, a little rope up there with right. the catapult. His grappling hook. His little grappling hook to keep himself from falling. And then the guy came from up from under him, and then he stabbed him in the head. Right. Yes. And then the ninja is dead. Yes. And then we roll credits and see you all in uh, Ninja Four. Yes. And then he died, but his weapons stayed on the ground. We saw that, though. That was a key scene. Yes. His weapons stayed there. So yeah. they're there for somebody to take. Right. And nobody has taken them. So. And nobody has taken them at the end of the movie. That's right. They're just laying there. Because if you don't. Because you have to have Ninja 4. Well, yeah. Well, then you would be possessed. The I would like to think. Right? What would happen if there was like some Girl Scout offs like selling cookies or something like that? And then she just picked up that ninja sword. Mm-hmm. And then she's then possessed. all of a sudden she's running around throwing ninja stars. And great. Men and shit and like that. Great. Ninja 4, the dosey do Yep. That'd be great. So. That'd be great. That'd be great. A little toddler throwing around any, ninja uh, stars. Any closing thoughts on Ninja Three: The Domination? Um. Yes. Yes. I yearn for uh, for the uh, zombie ass toiled to the dead. That was a great movie. That was great. I yearn. What's What's the actress's name? Uh, Lucinda Dickey. I I yearn for her ass. She had a great <laughs> ass. It's fantastic. Well, if you want to see how she aged, you can watch uh, Alexa Probably Bruce not Lillian. well, but... This, this this film needed nudity. Yeah. Yeah, well... It needed nudity. I'm sorry. We'll, I mean, we'll there see, was at we'll least see what three... The next, uh, we'll see what the next bibs bring. There, yeah, there were at know. least three... At least three... Every film needs that. No, but this film... This film desperately needed it. And there were three... <laughs> I mean, just obvious places where it could have been. They could have shown it. That's a desperate cry 
for Japanese film. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, uh, compared to this, yes. I'm not a big fan, but compared to this, we need, docu- we need, proper, we need documentaries. I'm crying for documentaries. Yeah, I'm crying for... have seen a lot of documentaries lately. No yeah, Holds like Barred. mix it up a little bit. I'm crying for, you know... I'm crying for uh, the, uh, the, the, the what was that one? What was the one we watched? It's not any streaming anywhere. That's the only bad we part. A, we had to watch that Paul McCartney documentary. That was a great documentary. Yeah. Paul McCartney's dead, bro. Believe it. Believe it. Wow. In, the ro- in the words of Roman Reigns, believe that. You don't believe it. I do believe it. No, you I don't. do. Well, Paul McCartney's dead and Stevie Wonder's not blind. There, like I I've said, said we, it. That would be a good There, I've wrapped said up, it. We've wrapped up our first bibs of the year. I feel yes. good about it. Yeah, I feel so, good. It was a good, solid effort. I liked it. Uh, it, it was fun. I liked it. It was fun in a real crappy way. Like yeah. like many films that are released in January, I don't believe this this film will be recognized come Booba's time next, next year. Don't be so sure. I uh, already smell a best actress. Yeah. We'll get one actress in there. She'll R. be nominated. She'll be nominated. R.A. Dickey will be nominated? Yeah. She'll be nominated. I don't think she'll win. I will tell you right now. I think I'm, she will be overlooked by the Academy. I don't That's think my she'll prediction. Win. Nominee, yeah. nominee for most I don't think she'll scene win. has to involve that guy's body hair. Because I think. that was a leap hug. <laughs> James Wong might get a supporting actor role, though. Yeah. Just because I... Spent two hours sitting next to him at the Emmys. <laughs> he might get a lifetime achievement. Well, no, I already know who's getting next year's lifetime achievement. So that's 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 for another story. That's that's a done deal. Nice. All right. Well, Bubba, thank you. All right. Hey. Uh, we look forward, as always, to the next bibs. Oh yeah. Sean's favorite segment. Of my course. favorite segment. Uh, everybody's. And that's gonna do it for us tonight. Thank you uh, for listening. Uh, if you've enjoyed tonight's podcast and i know that you have i mean i've enjoyed it think about it deep down inside i know that you have i love doing it tell your friends deep down tell your friends go on facebook right now and post about our podcast go on itunes rate and review us subscribe if you haven't already done that right uh and like us on facebook yes facebook.com please slash off the, off rails, the rails podcast. podcast. Yes. Go. So I, had a, I had a question towards sure. the end of the segment. Post it towards me. Why do you always say "fuck you, Brian"? Uh, well, he's your brother. Why would you say that? And so I will say tonight, not "fuck you, Brian," but "fuck you, Mickey." <laughs> <laughs> I think that explains it. I think that wraps. I think that does explain it. So uh, you can follow our uh, our OTR wrestling. Yeah, and the Underground Wrestling Alliance. We've 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 That's crowned great. we've crowned a new tag team champions. Both great shows. Check new, them out. Newly crowned tag team champions have been crowned. If you don't know yeah. who they are, go watch us at twitch.tv slash otrpod. Yes, you can uh, go to our YouTube channel. We we post some highlights from that. We have some videos from Underground Wrestling. We have wrestling freak show wrestling videos, and we post all kinds of stuff. You can follow us there. Off the Rails Podcast. Uh, again, tell your friends. Like us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah. At Off the Rails Pod. Yeah. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. So email us at otrpod at gmail.com. Send us a mailbag question like Drew from Newark or Dylan from Newark or Sarah from Vermont. Or Sarah from, from Vermont. Uh, yes. You know, send us a question. Most likely we will uh, do our best to get it on the air. And uh, as always, all the links. 
all the beer reviews, everything, you can go to offtherailspodcast.com to uh, to check that out. So for Bubba, yes. for Sean, Ow. this is Noah, and uh, I believe I, I, I'm safe in saying that we've gone off the rails. This song don't give a damn if the rhymes don't fit with the DJ quit. This song don't give a damn you can't sing or dance to it, can't romance to it. This song ain't arrogant if you don't try and buy it. Or if your radio denies it, don't care about what, who got, what's cool on TV, or what spots hot, I forgot. I ain't mad at evolution, but I stand for revolution. Get up, enough is enough. Somebody stand up, come on.
right, Gary. Oh, yeah, dropping loads. <laughs>